This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, joined by Jay Money. Find him on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. He's been absolutely red hot for us this season. Jay, the final week of the NBA regular season is here. We have just a few days left in the season. We got a lot of playoff spots to figure out. We got a lot of lottery spots to figure out. Before we give best bets, and we'll do that, we'll go around the horn and give all these best bets. I do have a question I want to ask for you first. I need to let people know that. Everything we're talking about today can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. It's the best way for you to track your picks. You get up to the second information where the bets and money are coming in on. You get all sorts of cool stuff like our Green Dot Daily Show, which uh, covers your betting agenda for the day. We'll be doing live shows for the NBA playoffs. You can catch in the app directly. Lots of cool stuff. Just download the Action Network app right now. Uh, All right, Jay. So before we do best bets for Tuesday, I want to ask you, this is the time of year. This is the, the week, the worst of it, where... If you are done, you are done. And there's a lot of teams that are still that are late to the the tank party. And so they are aggressively resting guys. The top three is pretty well already locked. Um, we'll see what it what, how it winds up with, but it's gonna be Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs. A lot of the other teams are, are jockeying for those extra percentage points for Old Um, on top of that, you've got teams that are strategically in position. You know, Denver, Nikola Jokic has a calf injury. It's not that he doesn't have a calf injury. He's not just resting. But, like, the Nuggets are being overly cautious because their magic number was two going into Sunday. Now it's just one. Like, they just don't have to stress. They're going to get the one seed at some point in these next four games, probably by Tuesday night when they face the Rockets. Um, So you've got guys missing out. You've got injury reports, lots of sketchiness going on. How do you approach this week of the season? You, especially as a guy that bets a lot of motivational spots, how do you approach this last week of the regular season? Well, nothing changed for me. I want the more motivated team. Um, It's real simple with me. I don't want the top teams that are into their position. They don't want to get any injuries. They don't want to risk their their play, their long playoff run. Obviously, these teams have championship aspirations. So the teams that are submitted into their playoff spot, um, I'll, be, I'll be betting against them. They don't have a ton to play for. We see less defense coming from as well. Um, I will be staying away from the bottom tier teams, but um, I know for a fact that I will not be. It's kind of crazy because like power ratings wise, um, the numbers will, I mean, they'll have them favored by double digits, but but uh, there's just no way that I would lay double digits with some of these teams. They just don't care. They're going out there. They'll play on offense, but the defense won't be there. Like I said, you're not trying to get injured. So it's still the same thing. I'm going with the more motivated team, the teams that uh, that really need to win games. 
Yeah, I mean, even then, the teams need to win games. You got teams like the Timberwolves losing as a 19-point favorite to the Portland Trailblazers. So be careful out there, folks. However, this is your Tuesday Best Bets episode. We got a massive slate, 13 games on the books here, Jay, uh, because the NBA is a bunch of cowards that won't go up against NCAA championship game. So I will ask you, of this big old slate, I understand you have just one bet for me, but let's make it a good one. What's your best bet for the Tuesday slate? Yeah, I mean, I could give out some other bets that I that I like, but one that I'm placing for sure, this is one that I always think about these things for a few days. So Minnesota Timberwolves, full game. I'll probably end up on them first quarter as well, but this is a Timberwolves type of spot. I'll explain it here in a sec. All right, I got two for you. I got two unders I want to play. Kings, Pelicans, under 237 and a half, and Thunder Warriors, under 241. Two high numbers. I like these spots quite a bit. Very excited about these. All right, let's go ahead and go to yours. So we just mentioned the Timberwolves losing the Portland Trailblazers. I mean, look, this is pretty typical, right? Like uh, a yikes game for the Wolves, real confidence shaker. They're on the road versus a Nets team that's pesky. Still is pretty competitive, even after all of the trades at home. Um, I will say that the Nets are in really good position to go ahead and lock the sixth seed Miami just hasn't been able to make the run that they need to. The nets are up two games in the loss column and they have tiebreaker. So they're in a really good position to go ahead and lock the sixth seed and avoid the play in entirely. To be honest, I don't know if that's what the nets are actually looking for. I don't know what their motivation level is for uh, making the playoffs, et cetera, with where the roster is at, but why do you let the wolves here in the spot in the matchup with the nets? Yeah, this is a bounce back J spot here. I could only look towards the Wolves in this spot. They just come off one. They just literally made history. It was the biggest um, outright dog winner uh, since 1995. So I know the Wolves are feeling some type of way. And it's actually crazy because this is what they've done this season. They've had some bad losses at the house versus lesser teams. But guess what? They do usually bounce back as well. They hadn't lost four games. Uh, they've only lost four games in a row one time. That's when they had a six-game um, loser. It was a real bad stretch for them. But um, since then, that was the only time that they've lost uh, more than three games in a row. I think they bounce back here. I think they give uh, absolute peak effort, max effort here. You see the Nets. They just, I mean, they struggle versus the Rockets as well. They did beat up on the Hawks, a bad team that didn't play defense. But then um, after that as well, you see them struggle versus the Utah Jazz. The Jazz really almost came back and won that game there. So um, I'm worried about the consistency of the Nets here for the 448 minutes. I know that the Wolves will be on go here. And let's talk about the size advantage. Rudy Gobert and Carthony Towns should go absolutely bonkers yes. in this game. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about a few uh, foul trouble for Claxton. And this could be a 20-point smack city spot for the Timberwolves here. So I will be howling with the Minnesota Timberwolves here. All hands on deck here. Give me the Timberwolves plus the one in this one. Oh, I like it. I like that one a lot. The matchup really leans towards them. Ali uh, said, if Claxton gets in foul trouble, it's absolutely over. This is a team that like they match up very well against. They've been trying to figure out that two-big lineup. But just, you know, a lot of this kind of, I think, leans their way. The Nets will, will switch and they'll hit some threes. But... In general, I like the spot for the Wolves as well. I agree with you here. Uh, we'll go to mine real quick. Kings Pelicans under 237 and a half. So this has been a pretty good spot throughout the course of the regular season as it as it kind of has gotten on later. Uh, essentially, the Kings don't score as well on the road and their defense actually plays a little bit worse. Kings on the road. The under is 23 and 15. That's a, a 60.5% that's really great. 23 and 15 uh, to the under on the road. Pelicans defense in the last two weeks per clean the glass, non-garbage time, second best in the NBA. So we've got a really, we've got an underrated defense in the Pelicans that is new. Their numbers are adjusted based off of that terrible month that they have. We've got the Kings with the perception that they are always this dynamic offensive team. 
they actually in reality aren't as much when they're on the road. So we've got that kind of spot. Um, when I look at these numbers and I try and put the put together a a model projection on it, I've got this down at two thirty point eight. So I've got a solid eight points of clearance here. Uh, I think this will be either it's going to be one of two things: either the Kings and like show up for this game as like a tune up, and it's competitive and tough and a little bit slower. Or the Kings just kind of be, once again, are like, mm, we're good in the three seed. They kind of rest out here and the Pelicans run away with this while holding the Kings to a low number. So I'll take the under 237 and a half for Kings Pels. Thoughts on this game? I could not talk you off. I think this will be a Pelicans type of game. This is a top tier defense. I mean, you're talking about Erd Jones, uh, Trey Murphy, man. Valentunes can play some defense as well. Larry Nance, Najee Marshall, um, mm-hmm. Dyson Daniels, not a bad defender. Josh Rissett, man, these guys have some defenders over there. I might even, uh, at the beginning of the season, I was thinking the Clippers were the best defensive team, but that team is old as hell. This Pelicans team might, like, top to bottom, I think this is my favorite defensive squad. Um, like I say, one through nine here. So I definitely think the Pelicans have to win this game with defense. They're they need to win these games as well. So, you know, they're going to be locked in on the defensive side. And the Kings coach, Mike Brown, just called out his team as well, calling them soft, uh, saying they're not playing enough defense. So I expect them to come to play here as well. Malik Monk might not play. That could hurt their bench scoring. Um, I really like that under 237 and a half. I'm pretty sure my, my total guy, um, he'll probably be on this under as well. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this, Adidas. All right, Uh, another under for you, I got Thunder Warriors under 241. Uh, so this is another play where OKC, their offense over the last couple of weeks has really tailed off. Now, part of that's because Shea hasn't played, but also just like in general, a team that was like, hey, their actual offense isn't that bad. It's kind of regressed back to where we kind of thought it would be. They're 21st over the last two weeks over at playing the glass and offensive rating. I want to try and get in on a spot right now in this particular spot. You have the Warriors coming off of the loss. To the Nuggets, that was not a low point in the season, but it was definitely disappointing. They Every time it seems like Golden State's ramping up, they have another road loss, and they look bad again. They lost to the Nuggets without Nikola Jokic the other night. That's a rough one for them. Wiggins is back in the Bay Area. He's expected to rejoin the team by the end of the week um, for the playoff push. So momentum, like the time is now. Golden State plays a lot better at home defensively. That's been like the big key for them is that their offense doesn't really shift in terms of good, bad, whatever, but their defense goes way better. Warriors at home this season, just like Kings on the road. They the under is 23 and 16. That's 59% to the under. So we have, kind of have this expectation of it being really high at 241. Look, this is a pace problem here. That's the biggest risk in this one is that the Thunder play extremely fast. The Warriors will definitely get up and down and play with you. But I think that as Golden State starts to make maybe make a statement about the play about the playoffs and try and get themselves in that kind of a gear. While to be honest, I kind of wonder if the Thunder are hmm. Okay, if they were to let Dallas catch, I don't think that they would be upset with that outcome. I think they're fine either way, but I don't think necessarily that they would be upset if Dallas were to pass them in the standings. Not going to happen. 
because Dallas is a train wreck. But uh, I will go ahead and I'll take the under 241 and 241 in this one. It's basically based off of Warriors defense versus a Thunder team going in the wrong direction. You got thoughts on Thunder Warriors? Yeah, I couldn't talk you off. Yeah, it's just crazy how the Thunder could have literally been like the eights. They could be like in the sixth seed right now yeah. if they wanted to. Right. Um, so it's like it's like really crazy. It's like you just like not even want to make the play. I don't know, man. It's the craziest thing ever. I don't understand how they lost to the Pacers. Whatever, man. But um, yeah, I mean, guys like Lou Dort, the Jalen, both Jalen Williams here, even the bench players, they could want to, they could decide that they want to turn up here in this game as far as like defensively here. So yeah. um, I couldn't talk you off of the under here. Obviously, it's an astronomical number. The Warriors need to work on their defense for the road because they won't have home court advantage. You're going to have to win a game on the road if you want to advance to out of the play uh, in the next round. So the Warriors really need to start working on their defense. Um, in my opinion here, so um, I could definitely. Definitely think that these two teams can like especially like guys like Lou Dort, he can get on Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, one or two, right? So um they have some some advantages over there. I think this one could stay under. I don't have a play in this game, but could not talk you off the under here, man. All right, before we go, I gotta ask you about Lakers Jazz. So you've been you've been smashing on Lakers spots lately, and I've been tailing I I stopped trying to go against you and just started following you on the Lakers plays. Uh, they're eight point favorites, open four and a half. It's eight now versus the Utah Jazz. No Walker Kessler. He's in concussion protocol. That's it for his season. Um, Utah's done. That's pretty apparent. But here's the thing is like, if Utah's done, why is Lori Marketing back and playing? Like he's playing again. Eight. The Jazz are a great home team against the spread. They still have guys playing well. It would be like beating the Lakers is that I think is something that Danny Ainge would be invested in. It's a th- thing that I think that team would be invested in. I think Taylor and Horton Tucker would like to be able to show the late, like mm-hmm. play spoiler to the Lakers. I, I kind of like the spot here for the jazz. The Lakers have just been so on fire jazz, obviously going the other direction. What's your lean on how to play Lakers jazz? I would only look towards the Lakers. I don't think that LeBron James is going to play. So if you like the Jazz, take the eight now. Because, uh, I mean, marking is questionable. He could be ruled in. They do. I'm sure they want to play. At least want to keep this game close, right? And that's the Jazz thing. They don't necessarily want to win, but they want to keep the game close. It's the weirdest thing ever. I, I, didn't, I don't respect it, but whatever. Um, marketing could be ruled in. I don't think LeBron will play. They do. The Lakers have the Clippers on deck the next night. So while I think the Lakers will win, I'm not really asking. I don't want to ask them to win by margin in this one where they could kind of just kind of uh, – kind of just kind of cakewalk through the game they just want to win the win as well because possibly they know it's going to be a lot tougher game the next night versus the Clippers so I don't necessarily expect the best defensive effort for the Lakers in this one um I'd like to lean Lakers definitely not lame the points with them but I think that they'll win the game uh but I must say if I mean I couldn't talk you off taking the eight with the uh Jazz for the simple fact that I know that this line will likely come down there's no reason why LeBron should play in this game when they're going to need him as well the next night versus the Clippers you see what I'm saying so when I looked and see that it was the first game of back-to-back, um, this was a stay-off spot for me. I, I would just say be real careful and do not bet this one until the injury report comes out. You may get a worse line. I think you just got to live with that because not only is this a back-to-back for LeBron, but Anthony Davis, like they said, Davis is not playing back-to-backs the rest of the season. Are you going to you gonna sit in versus the Clippers game? Are you going to play AD in this? Like, Do you give up on a higher percentage win versus the Jazz? You are much more likely to win this game than the Clippers game, obviously. Do you get this one? Do you play both guys here and just give up the Clippers game, which is essentially make sure that you're not the five? I don't know. I, I think it's the equation. I don't know how I really don't know how they're going to play this. So make sure you wait for the injury report on this game in particular before you bet it. 
Let's go wrap it up for Buckus. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Our, our thanks to David Payne, our producer. Make sure to check out FanDuel Sportsbook for all your sports betting needs. Follow Jay on Twitter at JMoneyIsMoney. Download the Action Network app. We'll be back tomorrow with you with another edition of Best Bets. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Oh, till then, let's get Buckus. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.